Hey. Hi. Welcome to the Long Haul Podcast. We know it's been a while. Has it? Yeah. Oh, boy. Weeks. Weeks? Weeks. Multiple? Multiple weeks. Time's flying, man. The problem is we used to podcast in the evening uh, when Vito would get home from work, and now when he gets home from work, I'm finishing up dinner, and then we're Jovi's whole bedtime routine takes like an hour, and by the end of that, then we're just tired. <laughs> yeah, we need to figure and out a schedule. Yeah, and still have like stuff to do around the house before we go to bed, so... So it's figuring out hard. a schedule, I feel like, has been the hardest thing about having a baby and watching them eat regular food. Yeah, which is one of the topics I want to talk oh, about. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, I think we're getting into a good schedule. The problem is I need to, I feel like I need to be better at just having dinner ready at a certain time because I don't like finishing dinner with her and rushing her into her bedtime routine. Like I want to end dinner, mm. spend a little family time get ready for bed Mm -hmm. not just eat and go to bed yeah so i need to work on having dinner a little bit earlier yeah i would say you're a great cook thanks babe um and maybe a part of the process is maybe a part of the process of how it's so good is that you're slow at cooking yeah i definitely take my time but maybe it's like maybe you're just a good cook and you could speed it up Mm mm-hmm but you're the type of person who will cut a carrot or something, and it'll just take you five minutes to cut one carrot. Where <laughs> the average person would five just minutes, but you know get it done. But is it meditative for you? I enjoy cooking. Like I enjoy chopping everything up and making a meal out of it, mm-hmm. and the whole process. You look like you're having a good time. I mean, it, it's fun to watch. That's I, for sure. I get a lot of booty I wish, action. <laughs> I wish I didn't take so long. So I could work on getting it quicker. But I think what really helps me, which I haven't done, but when I do it, it helps speed things up, is just the meal prepping. So when I know Monday night we're doing this for dinner, Tuesday night we're doing this for dinner, Wednesday, and for everything, sure. like I, we have all the ingredients, we have everything done, and... Um, sometimes then I might reuse something. Like if we're having rice with something on Monday, I might use rice with something on Wednesday. Well, so ha- having a batch already done. Having a plan for anything in life is usually makes it go smoother and quicker. Yeah, because I mean, it comes dinner time, and I'm like, what am I throwing together right now? Right. And then uh, like, oh shoot, I don't have these ingredients. I'm missing one thing. Yeah, what planning is do? great. Mm-hmm. You know. Agreed. And I don't want to change you. Just small parts. No, I think, well, your mom was here and she was saying something about how like her sister and her sister's husband were one's more relaxed and one's more of a go-getter and like completely opposite, complete opposites. And they were like, one of us has to change. Well, no, when they went to, when they were going to get married, her dad smiled and said, one of you's going to have to change. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. I think you grow to work together. I think you both change unless one of them's just really not going to change. I mean, if you're really really set in your ways. Right. But I think so you're super laid back and I'm more of like a I need to be doing something kind of guy. Yeah. But you've taught me how to relax and I've taught you how to get moving. Mm hmm. And I feel like we're both changing yeah, to the better and to be more balanced. Mm-hmm. So, and I need to work on chilling out and you need to work on getting going. For me, it's not getting going. It's just moving at a quicker pace. Right, pace, get going, yeah. It's not... Because when you say get going, then I think you think I'm just sitting on the couch. No, 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 no. Like when you're doing stuff like. But when I do stuff, it just takes me forever to get things done. Right. So just, yeah. Pace is a. Pick up the pace a tiny bit. Pace, I feel like has been a a key word the last couple months in my life. Yeah. Like just talking with you and my brother and stuff. And I've been focusing more on pace. Mm Mm-hmm. 
You know, like just pick up the pace. Let's have a good pace when we're doing things. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just mosey around. If you're going to do it, do it. Let's make that green. But I also don't feel like I'm moseying around. No. I and we've talked about this plenty. I think you're just super distracted. I think you're super distracted and um it's not clicking in your head of like just let's just get it done. You know? I don't think you have ever grasped the concept of time. And I don't I don't no, mean that I think in a that bad that's way. Like <laughs> also the beauty of me. Right, right. Right, which is what I love about you. But also it's Time like... Time is not a real thing, babe. It doesn't right. exist. So I don't know what there is to grasp. Right. Exactly. And I genuinely... See, some people I feel like are are just slow people or mm-hmm. like can be lazy. I feel like you genuinely don't grasp the idea of time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, hey, at 12 o'clock I have a podcasting or a podcast scheduled. But you will, it'll be like 11.59 and you'll still be in the kitchen. And I'm like, don't you have a podcast right now? And you're like, yeah, I still got a minute. And I'm like, okay, a minute isn't a long time. You know, to walk to the to the office and get set up takes more than a minute. But, you know, you're just doing your thing. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it'll click. <laughs> That you keep your innocence and your like, you know, what's the word? You keep your uh, chill, chill about you, but that you just understand, hey, um, if I want to get somewhere by this time, I got to leave by this time. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten better at that, but I don't know if you can have both, babe. Oh, for sure you can, babe. One's just understanding time. <laughs> it doesn't mean I do, you have and to... it's not one minute till the podcast. I'm usually set up. I might be out here refilling my water or something before mm-hmm. I go in. Sure. I'm not like not even set up for it. Um, yeah, I lose track of time a lot, and things just take me forever. So, um, yeah, I'd like to work at a quicker pace, but enjoy life along the way yeah and and we talked about it this weekend too we had a, we drove to indiana and and liz and i had a nice debate and um my mom's just staring out the car window i know i was surprised she didn't say anything that was good <laughs> it was really good <laughs> i was proud it was a proud proud moment proud son-in-law moment. um but w- one of my arguments was that because you were saying you're not you're just not the type of person to move quickly and I'm like, that's garbage because when people come over, you'll clean the house in 10 minutes. The whole mm-hmm. house will be swept, dusted, put together. And you're like, I just can't do it. I'm like, bull crap. I've seen it multiple times. And it's clean, clean. It's not put together. It's not like thrown together clean. It's clean. You'll dust the top and the bottom of the table and you'll vacuum. So I'm like, it's just something in your head. You need something to give you a sense of urgency instead of you being able to give yourself a sense of urgency Mm -hmm. that's true i work well under pressure right um so just give yourself pressure every once in a while and then you could get it done and then you could relax again right um one thing that i've been thinking that i should do is well i feel like right now let me go back a second it's hard in the morning because for a while before i started pumping again I could get quite a bit done when I'd laid Jovi down for her morning nap. Today was a completely different story because she didn't nap well. I ended up holding her, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But now it's like this pumping thing takes forever. Like by the time I get everything put together, sit down, once my milk finally starts flowing and then I pump for 15 minutes and then I got to like store everything, put it back. It's like then I have 30 minutes left of her napping. I haven't Mm -hmm. eaten anything. I haven't gotten ready for the, you know, it's just like, so I just need to like get better at that. But, um, is there mobile pumping like things that you can pump while you walk around? Yeah. They're really expensive. Really? Yeah. It's like $400. Oh geez. I know I want them, but no, with the next baby, I think insurance will cover like a hundred dollars of it and it might be something to invest in or you can buy used, but, um, yeah, no, it just doesn't. That's quite a bit of money. Yeah. So, 
I've been thinking something that will help is if I just set, like put her down for a nap, set a 30 minute timer. And for those 30 minutes, I just clean. So whether it's just doing the bathrooms that day or because I can clean all the bathrooms in 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, Or just dusting the house and then vacuuming. Mm -hmm. I could get that done in 30 minutes. So for me, it's because I'll start, I'll be like trying to make breakfast and then I'll start dusting. Then I'm like, oh crap, something's on this. I'm like going back and forth between things trying to, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot to email this person. And it's distracted. Yeah. I'm very scatterbrained. It's a million things all at once that I'm like, oh gosh, I got to do this. And then I got to do that. And then. And most of the things don't need to be done in that moment, except for what's on the stove. Right. (laughs) Right. So I think just kind of getting more, but like when I think of, I need to email this person, it's like, oh crap, I was supposed to email them yesterday. And if I don't do it right then, I'm going to forget again. Right. So what's something you can do where you won't forget, but you won't be taken away from your task? I don't know. Walk around with a post-it. could do that. Just write it down. What about the reminders app on your phone? You're always on your phone. I'm not always on my phone. You always have it on you. Um, Yeah. I mean, I never use it. I do better at writing something physically down. If it's stored in my phone, yeah, I don't I don't like it as much. So yeah, walk around with post-it notes. Mm-hmm. So you had mentioned something about being Drop Dead Gorgeous, yes. Yes. What about it? Um something about stressed out about Jovi eating. I don't remember what comment you made. Today? No. As soon as we started podcasting, I said we're gonna get into that too. Oh yeah. I forgot what I said. Anyways, we started baby led weaning mm-hmm. and I'm all into it and Vito's just not. I hate it. But then he also doesn't want to take the course to learn about it. I don't trust them. Oh, you're <laughs> <laughs> to learn about it, to support me and Jovi during this baby led weaning process. Uh, yeah. I mean, I support you and I don't at the same time. You support me and then you're like, no, 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 no. She can't eat that. She can't eat It's like, I love you, but I don't like you sort of thing. You know how that's possible? How you can love somebody but not like them yeah. right now? It's like, I support you, but I don't. <laughs> 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 but I don't actually right now with this thing. Yeah. So uh, I've never been... So baby led weaning, for those of you who don't know, is basically you just give your baby a hamburger and be like, good luck. Okay. And I've never seen it before. And it's babies in my life, and pretty much I would say in everybody's life, go from breast milk to mush, mashed up everything, you know, mush, to small pieces of things to bigger pieces of things as they learn how to use their mouth. Mm-hmm. Baby led weaning is breast milk to give them a chunk of chicken or like a piece of asparagus or cut up strawberry and they put the whole thing in their mouth and it disappears and it's like that's a small mouth. They don't know what they're doing. That's a big piece of chicken. They don't have teeth to chew. They've never chewed anything in their life, but this is somehow safe. And, oh, they're supposed to gag. And gagging is their way of learning how to use their mouth. And in my my experience, every time I gag, I'm basically choking. Okay, you're a grown man whose gag reflex is now in the back of your throat. Babies is in the middle of their mouth. Yeah. So... So I'll definitely take show. I'll definitely take the course because right now I basically am having a nonstop panic attack as she eats. So science has shown there's no reason to believe that baby led weaning causes more choking than traditional styles of feeding. You're telling me babies choke the same amount on whole food than they do mush food. Yes. How is that possible? Mush food you can't choke on. Yes, you can. You can choke on anything. You can huh. choke on air, your own spit. Mm, you don't choke on your own spit. It just, it gets annoying. Although the other day, 
<laughs> I inhaled. I have become terrible at just drinking things. Drinking things has become a chore for me. It's become a task oh where boy. I have to think about not breathing as I because <laughs> I inhale so much when I drink now that it always goes down my throat to the point where it happened like 10 times in a day. And then I have coughing fits like to the point of gagging. Okay, babe. Calm down. I do? Yeah, that's gross. I don't like it. Yeah, so I don't know what's... My brain is breaking slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, probably from all the, the supplements I've been taking. Right. So I'm forgetting how to drink. So yeah, I guess you can choke on your own spit or something. But yeah, I need to take the course because I, I genuinely, I feel like I'm developing an ulcer. And there's a difference between choking and gagging. Um. So you saying that you're developing an ulcer, I just feel like you're so dramatic. Babe, I am Italian. (laughs) You're so dramatic. Like, she'll be eating you and be like, no, no. How is that dramatic? (laughs) You have to see my face. No, no. We're not doing this. No, she's not doing this. And it's just so dramatic. Oh, my gosh. So dramatic. Like, I'm not feeding her that. And you're like, I'm going to mash up a banana and give it to her because she can't feed it herself. And I'm like, she's been doing this for three weeks now, feeding herself bananas. Mm -hmm. She's an expert at it. Um, After three weeks, she's an expert? Yes. And I think you need to stop feeding her bananas because I think it's backing her up. That's why I'm not giving her as much. Okay. Has she pooped today? Yeah. A lot or no? Um, Not tons. She keeps having... Yesterday, she pooped a lot. Good. When you gave her a little bit of that applesauce, dude, it was explosions. Right. Um, Today, she had a couple of just these nuggets of poop. Yeah. You got to be careful because she can get sepsis. Babe. What? Too many bananas is not good. She doesn't eat too many bananas. You know what I'm saying. Too many things that make you not poop. But this is the problem, and this is where we where you drive me crazy is because you'll say you got to be careful you got to be careful you got to be careful and you talk to me like i do not know what i'm doing no and it makes me so mad false because you'll be like babe you got to be careful when you do this you got to be careful when you do that and i'm like oh really is that what i need to do because i'm being so careless not thinking about any of it while i'm doing it i'm a grown adult who knows how to make decisions this kind of goes back to what we were just saying. You're more laid back. I am laid back, but I'm not incompetent. I know you're not incompetent, but you'll look you're at... Like, you look across the street. There might be cars coming. You I'm like walking. You were pushing the stroller and texting in the middle of old. the road. No. I, in, what, what, in the middle of the road. What happened? What happened? I don't even know what you're talking about. You were across it when we were walking to Bruno's. You were crossing the street. So you were in the middle of the road and you were looking down texting. While you were pushing the stroller. True or false? I was not in the middle of the road. I was on a sidewalk about to go into the road. I had stopped and taken a picture of Jovi and was literally closing my phone and putting it back in my pocket. And you're like, babe, you're in the middle of the street. Put your phone away. You were literally in the middle of the street. I wasn't even close to I was in a cul-de-sac, first of all. Okay, which is a road still. Not even close. I took a picture of Jovi and put my phone away. And you're like, babe. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Are you trying to kill so, our child? I don't think you're incompetent. It's like, I think. Oh my gosh, I'm 34 years old. I think you're more relaxed than I am. And something like this, you can't be relaxed on. You can't just be relaxed and think nothing of it when, she's have, when she has a full piece of chicken in her mouth. I don't. I sit there and I watch her when she eats. You have to do that with baby Louie. Right. Like but what I'm nervous with. Is that because you're more relaxed that you're going to be like, "Eh, it's okay if I walk away for a second, which it's not. That's when all the bad things happen. When you hear the stories where the mom's like, I literally walked away for a second when she was in the bathtub. Or I literally turned my back for a second. It's like that comes because people are too comfortable or relaxed with the situation. And you were very relaxed. And I like that about you. But when it comes to this stuff, you can't be. Even in the course, it says with baby lead weaning, 
you can't give them the food and walk away. You have to sit there with them. I, I understand it says it in the course, but the reason that makes me nervous is because you are more relaxed. I want to make sure that you feel my stress. I so don't want to. You, you so feel you enough feel for the stress. both of us that no, I don't. No, because need you're to. the one watching. I'm not her. stressed out about it. I watch her and I I'm know, confident. I know that you're not stressed about it. I, I want you to be a little bit stressed about it. I don't, Just a little bit. I don't think I need to. I'm, I feel confident and educated about the situation. I watch her and I've had scares. I've been like, oh, oh, with her before. So here's, I've how, been nervous, here's how I but... can relate it. I went skydiving, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy who was attached to me, it was like his 10,000th jump. Which beforehand you called me crying. Yeah, I was ugly face <laughs> crying. I was so afraid. Dude, I was so afraid. First of all, didn't sleep the night before. Oh, my gosh. Second off, woke up crying my eyes out. Mind you, this was what, like five years ago? <laughs> yeah. I'm a grown-ass man. I was crying my eyes out, and I was like, I'm going to die. And then I uh, went to go talk to my parents, and I was like, I can't do it. And I was crying, and my dad's like, you are such. And he used the derogatory term. Yeah. And my mom's like... Such a wuss. My mom's like, stop crying. <laughs> You're going to be fine. <laughs> and mind you, I'm a grown man. And um, either way, so <clears throat> it was awesome. I would do it again for sure. But I would still be equally as scared. So I asked my instructor, I go, how many jumps do you got? And he goes, uh, around like 10,000. And then I go, I'm like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And he's like, uh, 10,000. He's like, it's it's a lot. And then in my head, I'm like, well, do you still get nervous? And then he goes, if you don't get nervous, you should stop jumping. Because the people who aren't nervous are the ones who die. And he's done it 10,000 times. And that's how I relate it to this. I don't think that that relates. You need to. Yes. I need to be nervous. You need to have some sort of anxiety. It doesn't have to be like full blown anxiety, but you need to have some sort. I think anxiety is the wrong word. I think anxiety is the wrong word. I think precaution, apprehension. Yeah. Yeah. But there needs to be some level so that you can, so that you, you're more focused. What he was saying was if you're not nervous, then you're going to overlook things. You're going to forget something. You're going to. Babe, I am focused when I feed her. Okay. That's the only, babe, that's the only, when I talk to you, quote unquote, like I'm your dad, that's my only concern is because you, you don't show any apprehension. You're just like, yeah, here's her food. I'm going to sit here and watch her eat it. There's a dandelion, you know. I love you. I still don't agree with any. I don't think. I think. I think when you listen back to this, you'll you'll hear what I'm saying. I don't. And I think when you listen back to this, you'll hear what I'm saying. I trust you. It doesn't sound like it. I do trust you. I don't trust that you're fully understanding the severity of (laughs) eating as a baby. (laughs) Which means you don't trust what I'm doing. That I don't know what I'm doing. No, I think baby led weaning is a thing. I'm not. I'm not arguing that it's not i'm not i'm not i don't think it's a bad thing what you're doing i don't this isn't like an anti-vaxxer thing this is like a it's like okay it's good whatever but like i just need i need to be reassured that you're like you understand that you're not gonna take your eyes off her i've told you and I don't know what else I can do. Cause because I've sat there and like today when she was eating. Yeah. You were watching, but also there was like a good 20 seconds where you weren't, where you were talking to my mom. I was sitting right next to her. You don't I have understand, to stare at her but the choking, entire time. Choking is silent. It even said in that course. Yeah, but your mom's looking at me and looking at her. Okay, but I don't care. It's your, it's not my mom's job. No, I know, you but know if what she you're was looking cho- for. Your mom is just as anxious as you are. I so if Jovi made any sort of face, if she did any. Right, but it's anything, those things. It's those things where looks. you're like, oh, well, so and so was watching. It's like, I don't trust so and so. Oh my gosh, babe. I trust you. So I need you to have eyes on her. That's it. That's my only argument. You don't have to sit there and just stare. You need to be like a presence next to her and watching. Yes. 
I get that, but if I turn to the take lady a bite said of choking my, is silent. To take a bite of my food, that's Obviously okay. Obviously, you can eat, but I'm saying there's those twenty second spurs where it's like, geez, twenty seconds is a long time. But you were also sitting there watching the whole thing. It doesn't matter. No, because you and your mom worry so much. It doesn't and matter. And I'm sitting babe. there too, and I'm like. Because you guys are judging and watching every move I make when I'm baby led weaning her, when I'm feeding her, that it's like I have to be almost even more relaxed because you guys are over the top. Relax, babe. Okay. Relax. We're not over the top. With this, yes. No, my mom is a grandmother of whatever. Yeah, and this is a new concept for her, so it scares her. Right, but she's seen... And she has kids. So she's had kids. So she's seen what can go wrong when babies are eating. So that's why she has that anxious. Yeah. My mom's the same way. When I was feeding her, my mom's like, oh, I don't know if she should eat right, that. Right. Because be they've like, been through it. They've seen it. Right. And, this and is you a watch the video and you're like, oh, I'm fully confident in this. They it's haven't like, been through it because they've never done this before with their kids. And neither have you. But you have this like unfounded confidence that I am nervous about. You you should not be as confident as you are in this. Is I my, completely disagree. Is my, this is your first baby. I understand this, this is, is your my first, first baby. time experiencing baby led weaning. How can you be 100% sure because you watched one, one video or one course? Be 100% sure what? That it's foolproof. Because there's science that backs it. There's research. There's data. Because a course, one course It's told not just you one course. It's you, not just You haven't talked people. to anybody who's had experience with it. I've talked to a lot of people. You have? Yeah. This is a very common to, I'd thing, I'd love babe. to talk to them. Babe, I've interviewed them on my podcast. Two different people. I also just interviewed a pediatric dentist who talked about it as well. I don't know what you're looking for here. No, and I also I, talked to a lot of other moms I'm looking that this for a is little what they sense, did. I'm looking for a little sense of, not urgency, but of like apprehension. Sure, that's the word. Can anything happen? Yeah, in any situation. Like right. I said, with the mush food, your baby has just the same likelihood of choking as it buy, does I don't with buy this. That. I just, I don't buy it. How is that possible? Science shows. I don't buy it. Why do you always want to fight on this show? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I wanted to fight. I wanted, I think it's good to talk about these things. It is. I, I mean, it also just shows our different styles of parenting, I guess. It's not even a parenting style. It's just, a, it's, it's a personality trait. Yeah. Whereas you think I just don't care about our it's daughter's not that well-being you don't and safety. Care. It's you are so confident in something that you're doing for the first time is so foreign to me. I'm not confident in stuff I do a billion times. I don't have the confidence you have in this thing that you're doing for the first time and it happens to have our baby's life in, in its hands. <laughs> you're making it sound like I'm I'm putting her in a death no, trap. No, you're not. You're not. But what I'm saying is when I do something a million times, I don't have the same confidence that you have in something you're doing for the very first time. And it's with our baby and it's with eating. That's what bothers me. It's you're so sure and you're so confident, which I, I guess is a good thing, but I don't see it as a good thing. I don't think, I, I don't think, I, there might not be anything that has to do with parenting that I don't think being a 100% sure on is a good thing. I think anything we do with our babies, we should have some sort of apprehension about we sh- I, people who are so sure i'm skeptical about always always and maybe that's a bad thing <laughs> but think about it because it's like okay so let, like what am i really sure about i'm sure there's but that's some, the thing i'm that sure I'm there's wondering. something i'm like, sure about that's the thing though that i'm wondering with how you're saying this because i'm going to be confident in this process but does that mean that I don't think anything could go wrong? No, something could happen. She could choke or have a really bad gag that scares me. And I decide to not give her that food anymore or to not do it anymore. There was one time that she had a really big choke and I mushed up her food and finished feeding her. Not a choke, a gag. 
because I, I got worried, but I, and I took the chicken away and I knew that, you know, maybe she had just had enough for that day or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm not so confident in the process of like, no mistakes are going to happen. Nothing bad's going to happen. Well, it's like you I'm heard the science. That there's... So it's like, oh, it's just not going to happen. Anything's possible, but it's not going to happen. It's like, I could, I could die from the flu, but really what are the odds? I know anything can happen, but you have the mentality of our daughter can choke and die. Our daughter can yeah. drown and die in the yeah. bathtub. I'm confident in giving her baths. Every time I give her a bath, I'm not a little bit nervous that she's going to die. No, I'm not. I don't take my eyes off her. I'm not. I I'm never right turn there. my back on I'm her. I'm right there the entire right. time. I, I don't have that thought with the baths. But the worst thing can happen in any situation, and I'm not going to approach every situation with worst case scenario in mind. Every time she's eating, I'm not going to be thinking, she could choke and die. She See, could choke I and whatever. I would. I would have be like those. the possibility of her choking is, it's a possibility. So I'm going to be right here, to assist in that. I even took a course on it in case that happens. Right. And what I'm saying is, it's not the eating thing. It's eating full foods. Because if we were just feeding her spoonfuls, I wouldn't have the thought of she's going to choke when she when she feeds herself sweet potatoes or whatever. I don't, not even a worry goes through my mind because I understand that's basically mush. Go for it. Put the whole thing in your mouth. You'll mush it up. You gum it. She doesn't have teeth. So when she's putting asparagus or something that I have a problem eating with or chicken, which I know she's not going to chew, then I'm like, what the hell are we doing? And I think that's fair. Okay. It's fair. I also think it's fair to have you take the course. Yeah, I'll take it. For sure, I'll take it. Okay. And then I want to talk to these ladies. <laughs> see if they're full of shit or not. Oh, my goodness. Because there are, there are frauds, too. I'm not, I, I don't know who these ladies are. So if you had them on your podcast or not. I'm just saying there are people who put out courses. Right. And they're like, I'm Dr. So-and-so. We know a lot of people who call themselves doctors and aren't really doctors. Babe, you're also such a, you are so judgmental and so critical. It is a survival everything. tactic. <laughs> it's a survival tactic. Oh boy. Okay. You get in the back of people's cars in Israel and I don't get in the cab. I'll walk. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a survival tactic. We each got our own ways. First of all, that was seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And you would do the same thing over again. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Dude, you were literally carried by angels your whole life. You don't, I don't think you understand how lucky you were or how looked after you were. If you ever write the book you want to write about all the crazy stuff you've done, people are going to be like, there is a God. <laughs> because there's no way that this woman should be alive. Uh-huh. True or false? Ouch. Um I would say true except a lot of my friends are in the same boat. <sighs> so I I I think most people there's more good in the world than there is bad. You just hear about the bad because that's what yeah, the media I, and the I news wants to I think, report. I think most people are good. So, do I think that I was watched over? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just also lived really fearlessly. And I think that when you kind of go with that kind of confidence, sometimes things are less likely to happen. Maybe. Maybe you found the trick. When you're sitting there and being like, oh, I'm going to get robbed, 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 I'm going to get robbed. And you have this anxious energy around you. No, but like if you saw a guy with a gun and he was like, I'll give you a ride. And you were like, yeah. Well, then it's like, well, then you're inviting me to get murdered. And you just didn't get murdered. Okay. I didn't see a guy with a gun. First okay. of all, you just added basically. that into the basically. story. No, I basically. didn't. There was no gun involved. So it's not basically. You see how you just are so extreme in my on head. One end. In my head, that's exactly how it is. And happened. I'm extreme on the this other end. This guy pulled up in a raggedy 
Geo Metro in Israel. He was like, do you want to get in my car? I bring you to go get tattoo. Right. He and had a tattoo my, gun. Here's my, here's my gun. And you're like, there was no yeah, gun. I'd love to get a tattoo in a basement in a country I've never been to. Yeah. yeah. And it, I did get sketched out when we started driving like 20 miles outside of Israel. And I'm like, we are going kind of far. I could die. Oh, well. What do I do at that point? You know? You jump so, and roll. <laughs> well, I was in the back seat. It was like a geo thing. It was a two-door. Him and his girlfriend were in the front. Oh. It was a really small All right, stop. car. Stop. <laughs> But then I went and got a tattoo. I met his parents watching TV. He drove me back to Israel or Jerusalem, dropped me off on the corner, and I walked to the guy's house that I was staying at, sleeping on his couch. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe we are opposite. Maybe we are my Aunt June and her husband, Richard. I don't know if we're opposite. I just need you to be a little more anxious about feeding our daughter human food. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. How do you know what's going on inside of me? Because I watch you. When I when she's gagging because, and, I, and I'm freaking I'm out, not, you're like, gagging is good because the gag reflex is in the middle. I'm like, shut up. I don't say it's Shut up good. because you don't know because someone told you. I don't want to hear it. I don't say freak it's Freak out like I freak out so I know that you're watching, watching. I don't think it... I didn't say it's good. It's normal. It's a normal part. She doesn't... On her chew toy, she gags you know herself. Normal? She gags herself with her fingers. Yeah. And those aren't going anywhere. She wants to gag herself with her fingers. Go for it. Don't be, you know, she'll learn. Doesn't feel good. But when you're gagging with something that could go either way, isn't that a little more nerve wracking? Yeah, babe. It doesn't okay. mean I still watch her and make sure it comes back out, that her food's coming out. And if it doesn't, then you have to intervene. Yeah. And then what happens if intervention doesn't work? You Well, you call 911, babe. I told you she can choke on mush. She can choke on anything, babe. She can. It's a possibility. Mush. If you choke on mush, I feel like that'll come out easier than a piece of chicken. You also have to look at ever since I met you, whenever we're at family dinners and one of the kids is like like gagging or choking, you're the one freaking out more than anybody else. Because I'm the only one watching. And all of them have survived. My whole family is negligent. All of them have survived. No. And I'm watching Jovi. <laughs> okay. I trust you. Okay. Next question. I'm we'll over see. It. <laughs> okay, so pull up your shirt, your boobs are distracting me. Um so I uh dang it's not gonna be on the photo. So somebody wrote in a wedding story. A disaster wedding yes. story? Okay, good, because I'm stressed right now. <laughs> so do you not well I was gonna ask you another question before we got to that, but What's do you want me just question? to go to it? So uh, there's this account uh, that I really like on Instagram called My Love Thinks, and she's a therapist. And um, one thing that she said really made me think of you because we had a long distance relationship at first. And mm-hmm. everybody says, well, long distance is good because you get to really know somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think in our case, we did. Um, But she wrote, when you date long distance or virtually, it is easy to feel like you know someone really well when you actually don't. Yeah, I could see that being true. And it just made me think of you because you would say, I feel like we know each other really well. But until we have experienced life together, until we had been put into situations to see how you really react, because I can tell you anything over the phone. But once we're in a stressful situation, once we're um, in a fight, once we're in these different situations, experiencing life together, you actually don't know how this person's going to react. A hundred percent. And even before that, though, like if you're just meeting somebody online or virtually, even the way we started, where we would FaceTime for hours, it's like the, the conversation is good. We're learning about each other, but I'm not feeling you like you can feel a presence you know Mm -hmm. and sometimes you could feel a little bit virtually or over the phone or long distance but until you're like with each other in the same room walking together or whatever you're not really feeling that part so even before you get to like the fights of the traveling just to be in in the same presence or like watch the nonverbals or watch the how you react to anything Mm -hmm. like I watch everybody just to see 
like when someone says something maybe that's taboo mm-hmm. i like i like to look around the room and see how people react because you could tell a lot about a person mm-hmm. and you say i'm super judgmental you say i'm super critical and these are all things that i would agree with <laughs> however am i not pretty good you're on judging good people's judge character yeah mm-hmm. okay so do i judge a lot yeah is judging bad no i think i think if you're like all blank are blank then that's racist that's not judgment Mm -hmm. but if i could look at a human and watch how they move or how they where their eyes go or how they're walking i could tell you a lot about a person and technically that's a judgment but it i'm pretty good at it you are you are good (laughs) at it so it's like I'm fine with it. I, it wouldn't. It's not a problem for me yet because I feel like I've been right almost every time when I have judgments like that. When I'm like, mm, or I'll meet your friends, I'll be like, meh. or I'll, like I love Karina mm-hmm. from day one, mm-hmm. and through the last five years or so that I've known you, it's like she's never given me an inkling that. Um, that I shouldn't love her, you mm-hmm. know? But you've had friends from the past where I was like, they're nice, but I don't know. I don't I don't trust them. Something about them. And then it turns out, I'm right. Mm-hmm. It's a judgment. But either way, to bring it back to long distance thing, it's like until you're there, it's all the intangibles that get, that get you to really know somebody. Mm-hmm. I would say at least. Well, and every weekend, like, we were together, it was kind of like a vacation, you know? Oh, like and then, would... yeah, if you get into the relationship, then there's vacation mode and actual relationship mode, where you're like, we're dating, and I was like, I'm drinking a Mai Tai right now. I don't drink Mai Tais on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. So, that that would be one of our biggest arguments when we were dating. You're like, you're my boyfriend, and I was like, sure, I never said but you're my really. boyfriend. You're like, we're basically engaged. And I was like, sure, but not. ridiculous. (laughs) Okay, I never said these things. But we did fight. Even when we were officially dating long distance, you still didn't feel like we were really together. No, because it's not. You're not doing life together. And I did. Right. I'd get so mad at you. It's okay. We we ended up together. It worked out. Also, um, we celebrated our two-year anniversary Nailed a couple it. weeks ago. And I got Vito underwear. Lululemon underwear. Five pack. And a t-shirt. Lululemon and t-shirt. Hello. He got me an amazing gift. And he wrote like a kid's book, but it was our love story. It was really good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. So in my head, I was laughing. I would laugh every day I worked on it because I'm like, She's going to be blown away at this. I was like, she's going to cry. It's going to be great. I was like, I'm not going to have to buy a gift for another five years. Because <laughs> I was like, this one's so good. And then you read it and you were like, that was cute. And I was like, my my whole inside just deflated. I was so <laughs> crushed. First of all, that's not what happened. Babe, I was tearing up reading the book. I was so crushed. I, I thought you were going to not be able to read it. <laughs> I I played it out of my head that it was going to be waterworks. I think I even texted my mom. I'm like, I'm going to have her read the book tonight. It's just going to be a waterworks. <laughs> she's like, she's like, laugh out loud. Let me know how it goes. And then you were like, this is cute. Babe, that was not my reaction. Wasn't this is cute. I was tearing up. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did this. This is so good. You're so thoughtful. And then you didn't, you didn't believe that. that I wrote it. I'm like, did you actually write this? Because yeah. it's so good. I wrote that shit. Yeah, I know. And it was so good. It is so good. I love it so much. We read I it at so. Joby's nap time today. Just because I wasn't crying doesn't mean that I don't You I cry don't at everything. That's no, what I, I was don't. Like. When was the last time I cried? When King Kong was getting attacked by the by the animals. I didn't actually You're like, cry. King Kong can't catch a break. Babe, and I started crying and I was like, You cried this and not my book. And no, I didn't cr- not cry. 
I was like, I just feel so bad for King Kong. <laughs> I do. I feel bad for him. Well, just next time you cry, I better be about something good. <laughs> I, babe, I haven't really cried in a while. All right. Either way, I'm pretty impressed with that book. And it took I'm a lot very, out of me. So did. you're not going to be getting the gift for a while. <laughs> it was amazing. Good. I hope you liked it. Yeah. I love it. You're so thoughtful. We should read it to our You're to such our a listeners. good hubby. You have to see the animation, though, that goes with it. So I made, like, emojis or memojis or whatever. So it's, like, us, but in cartoon form, doing mm-hmm. different activities and different scenery. Oh, and there's an English and Italian translation on it. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm telling you, I in my head, I'm like, this is the best gift ever. It is the best. I love it so much. All right. The only other best gift you gave me, this would be number two. Number one would be your sperm donation that gave me Jovi. Okay. <laughs> I can give you that gift whenever you want. Um, And then... Unlimited supply. I don't know, babe. You've given me some awesome gifts. I've given you three gifts. The first one I got you was the pin map, mm-hmm. where you can pin all the locations you've been to on the world. Which is great. The second one was the star map of mm-hmm. the day we met mm-hmm. and this was the third one and my j for jovi yeah you told me you wanted that though yes yeah, those are the three i i came up with yeah i'll buy you whatever you want but those are like thoughtful gifts and they're they've all been like three years apart so see you're better at the thoughtful gifts i'm not so much i've given you three for me though years. i like the experiences so one year for Christmas, I got you the dance lessons that we did. That was fun. And then I got you the piano lessons. That was fun. Um, so for me, like I like experiences. And I get you gifts. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually really bad at gifts. No, you're not. You're good at them. Um, okay, let's read this lady's horrible story. Okay. I'm super this excited. always brightens our day. Yeah. Hearing about people's epic fails with weddings. That's not good. I believe I was reading it just in off. I gotta find it quick. Sorry. Talk amongst yourselves. Babe, this is terrible podcasting form. Every time I pull it up. You have to have it pulled up. When I have it pulled up, when my phone goes dark and I open it, it's gone. Then you gotta take a screenshot or something. It's in my screenshotted photos. Guys, I apologize. I thought... We're in like episode a lot. And we're just not good podcasters together. Liz's podcast is great. If you want to check it out, it's Miraculous Mamas. It's a fantastic podcast. This one, it's, it's, you know, it's raw. Okay. It's unedited. So I was listening to your podcast and thought I'd tell you about my wedding. No one seemed to notice all the things that went wrong, but I did. First, my wedding planner was late. The hair and makeup lady didn't finish all the girls till we were right about to walk down the aisle. What? She started at 6 a.m. and the wedding started at 4. P.m.? Yes. Oh, geez. She later told me after that that she was a short, that she was short a person. So one of her staff wasn't there. I was so excited for my food and cake. The cake was the wrong flavor and the food definitely definitely did not taste like it did when we when we did the taste testing. That's always that's always such a scary part cuz you spend so much money on food. I know. So back to the cake. I hate lemon flavor and the cake was lemon. Stop. My aunt got too drunk and tried fighting my staff. <laughs> <laughs> We stayed on the property, and the next morning when we started cleaning, I couldn't find my wedding dre- my wedding glasses and cake topper. Then the venue told us that we ruined the property, but we had cleaned it. Our photographer promised complimentary, complimentary mini photo books. It's been almost a year, and I haven't gotten any. Oh, no. One more thing. The best man left right after his speech because him and his wife were arguing the whole time. My hubby didn't want to have a wedding, and I wish that I would have listened to him. Oh, no. And then, let's see. Then she said, I'm recalling more stuff because I wrote her, and I said, this 
I go, so much drama. <laughs> I can't wait to share. <laughs> she said, girl, it was so bad. Like I'm still recalling some stuff after I sent all that. Two groomsmen got in a fight because they were drunk and my five foot two mother broke it up. <laughs> One of the guys is six two. Luckily that um, happened once everyone was gone. So much stuff, but we're still happily married and now we're expecting our first baby. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Dude. So crazy though. That's that would be see that's not like anything that like I mean the fights obviously are bad. But that's just a string of bad things to continually happen. That's like when the wedding planner's late, you're like, Oh, please let's not have a day like this. And then she just had a day like that. Right, yeah. Then the hair and makeup took forever. Right. I think I feel like the thing that sucks though is that weddings are something that you plan and prepare for and you just want it to go right. And there might be the one thing you were looking forward to. Like she was looking forward to the food and the cake and the cake was wrong. Well, not only was it wrong, it was the flavor. It was the flavor she hates. Right. But also like I would be pissed because food at a wedding is so freaking expensive. Yeah. So if it sucks, that sucks and then your cake is wrong who knows how much we got our wedding cake at walmart but (laughs) (laughs) who knows how much people spend on wedding cakes like it's a lot did we have a cake no we just did a donut wall no we had three cakes we had three cakes in chicago but they were like different they were like a carrot cake uh whatever no it was just a dessert table with like a few smaller cakes it wasn't a wedding cake uh and then we had a donut wall here Mm. but in montana we had our walmart cake which was really good people were like this is such a good cake where'd you get it we're yeah. like walmart walmart baby <laughs> if delaney's listening her heart's breaking maybe maybe she secretly loves walmart cake i doubt it she's my friend that's uh a patient does she listen yeah to us I, yeah i think so oh geez did you tell her about the time we were at the dog park and i got diarrhea while we were talking i don't know well, she knows now. I guess she knows now. <laughs> remember? Do you remember what I'm talking about? No. We went to the dog park. We we had see, there was like the second time we saw him there. Oh, okay. And it was me, you, Delaney, and Ryan, and we were talking, and then I just got immediately sweaty, and I was like, "How do I get out of this conversation?" Because we're at the dog park. There's no bathrooms, but then I remember there's a porter John in the parking lot. I've never heard it called a porter John. Porter potty, whatever. Porter, okay. Porter John, I have makeup with the shitter in the, in the <laughs> parking lot. And, but it, COVID had just started and I was like, this is when they were just locking things. Yeah. And they, so I was like, if this thing's locked, I'm going to diarrhea on my pants. And I was like, you know, you know how you're like, how do, how do you get out of a conversation? So I think I was just like, you think that Porter John's open? <laughs> I'm like, I really got to go pee. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. Give it a shot. I'm like, all right, I want to give it a shot. But I was so, I was like getting anxiety because I had to go so bad. And I didn't, I, w- I wanted to be friends with them because they're super nice. And I didn't know how to get out of the conversation. And then when I finally got it, it was good. But then I, I thought for sure you guys were talking about me when I was gone. I thought you for sure would been like, oh, he's for sure has diarrhea or something. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay. Then I snuck awake. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, I think I did tell them pretty soon in our relationship that, because I would walk that path when I was pregnant and when nobody was there, I would just like pee. I would squat and pee like behind the Babe. One. Babe, I was pregnant. I couldn't make it all the way around to go back to the bathroom. So there was a few times that oh I squatted God. in the bushes. And you told Delaney that? Yeah. Would she say me too? No, they're like, yeah, totally. Babe. What? They do not like us. Yes, they do. (laughs) They think we're weird. Making friends as you get older is hard. Yeah, they're they're cool. Uh, We haven't hung out. You obviously hang out with Delaney more because of the dog park and stuff. But um, they're definitely a couple I would like to be friends with to chill with yeah um yeah well if you guys have bad wedding experiences please send them into us or in-law experiences i love the in-law stories as well send them to us yeah those are always fun i still can't get over the the one that 
hemmed that that girl's dress. dress without asking and then the one who ran up to the altar oh right gosh. after they said i do oh it gives me the chills like the heebie-jeebie <laughs> chills you know what i'm talking about yeah just thinking i have i have to know a follow-up like what is life like right now with mm. those in-laws so yeah. if you're listening if yours is the one who altered your dress you gotta have another story a more recent story. And if your mother-in-law is the one who ran up on the altar, uh, please share more stories because I think I'm in love with these mother-in-laws. Oh, my gosh. I think I want more. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I feel like we've... I mean, no matter what, you're going to have some differences because you come from different families. But Obviously. I feel like we've survived pretty well because my mom was just here for 10 days and she'll come like every six weeks to two months for like 10 days at a time or like a week to 10 days and you know I spent a lot of time with your mom and some of the things that I hear it's like I just can't imagine I was gonna say something and I forgot what I was gonna say oh today we were eating dinner at my mom's and she's like don't get offended by this and I was like oh what are you gonna say <laughs> I was like don't say it don't say it and then uh it wasn't even bad she's like just like she goes don't get offended by this but just like why like why why baby led weaning <laughs> she's like what's 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 the benefit what's the point why not just mush and i was like that wasn't offensive that was a legitimate question yeah and i feel like i don't get easily offended if she was like don't get offended um you just are a really bad mom. I would have been like, whoa, (laughs) that's something that isn't okay. That's something that doesn't just get washed over because you said, don't get offended. You know, people are like, with all due respect, it's like, you don't get to just say whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But she didn't say that. Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, because you're a really good mom. Thanks. Whenever I've lived close to my mom, I've seen her less. But when I'm far away, like I miss her a lot more. And then that's the case with everybody, though. And then I'm really happy to spend time with her when she comes, you know, when people are close, you take it, 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 you take it for granted that they're close. So you don't feel the need to see them. Mm -hmm. But then when they're far away, you want to spend a lot of time with them. Mm -hmm. It's life. Mm -hmm. It's a Yeah. Well, I'm glad that she can come spend time here. Yeah. I just hope she feels comfortable. Like, yeah. I, I never like staying at other people's houses. Yeah, I think she does. She might feel uncomfortable after you were like, yeah, it's weird when people come stay in your house. <laughs> no, I, I was, I'm not saying her. I'm just saying, like, you don't, you know what, like, when people visit. You don't love staying at other people's houses. I don't like and it at I, all. I get it because there's very few places that I feel comfortable like even going to stay at my aunt's this summer like it you know right, I don't like if love we go visit there right so here that's what I was saying it has nothing to do with your mom it has yeah. with to do with the time duration when you stop by and you just spend the night at someone's house because you're passing through whatever it's like I don't like that mm-hmm. but then when you're spending like you spent a week at your aunt's house or something mm-hmm. you're basically living there and it's like that's just too much for me Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with in-laws or anything. It's just like that becomes, well, now you're roommates for that week. Yeah. And then it's like you don't you don't clean up after yourself. You don't pick up your whatever. You know, and then it's like you're in someone else's home. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, I guess I just kind of disagree. Because if I'm staying somewhere for a week, I'm not leaving my stuff all over their house. Right, but I'm sure you do things that might annoy them. Might annoy them. I don't know. I doubt it. And I'm like not saying your mom like... does this. I'm just saying in general. I'm even not somebody... Brooke. So I'm... let's say Brooke, right? Yeah. Like I love Brooke, and if you're listening, Brooke, I love you. But like when you're here, like when when Brooke was living with us, which she can move back in whenever she wants. It's like it's a different. Now you have another person. You're living with. Living with people is hard. 
you know i think it's harder for you than it is for maybe because so here's here's the thing i almost every single roommate i've had has been like you're an easy has told me that i'm a very easy person to live with dude me and my first roommate my childhood friend the guy i'm standing up in his wedding (laughs) we had like a crazy living together relationship where we had fun but also it was super passive aggressive (laughs) right and it only lasted a year right but anybody i've had very few problems i feel like with people i've lived with um like and if i did have a problem we would say it there was no like weird pent up Mm -hmm. whatever um and everybody i've lived with has said like you're pretty easy to live with like yeah so i feel like us living together would probably be the hardest situation first of all because we're in a huge house um whereas i when you're just a roommate like you have your own room that you go back to where you keep your stuff right 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 there's the common area um but in our house, everything is ours. And right. now we've added a child to it. Um, so that's just like a completely different situation. Whereas when I've had roommates, even if things, if my stuff was a mess, it was just in my room. Yeah. I would say more of the stories. I don't like sleeping at people's homes. Yeah. There's like a weird feeling even for that you night. get. Yeah. I just, I, and as welcome as you actually are. I still don't feel welcome. Mm-hmm. And now even at my parents' house, even at the house that I grew up in, I don't want to spend the night. Yeah, you were saying that. I mean, if I have the choice of my bed, I will choose my bed. No, but e- even like, it's just an extra sense of, yeah, like, yeah, they're still my parents, but she's not cleaning up after me. You know, like, that's not my house anymore. And it, it'll always be my home, and I'm always welcome there. And they've never given me the impression that I'm not welcome there. It's the thing that I put on myself of, like, I got to be extra clean. I got to be extra respectful. I got to be extra, like, clean up after yourself, help with dinner and all that stuff. Where when I was living there, I was like, I'm not doing any of that. You know, my room's a disaster. <laughs> Do you understand? Mm-hmm. But yeah. now that I have like my own home, when I stay there, it's just an extra stress for me. I don't know. Yeah. I'd be curious to see how people feel about that. I don't like staying. I mean, I always, like I said, I feel like it's weird staying at somebody's house that maybe you don't spend a lot of time with or that you haven't. You know who would, you know, the know. comedian Sebastian? Yeah. He would probably agree with me. I th- I think... And I'm just laughing because anybody, I, I was just about to say, anybody who stays at my house and is too comfortable, I don't like. You're like, you shouldn't be, <laughs> you shouldn't be too comfortable. Like, you're home, well, be welcome and feel comfortable, but don't put your sacks on my table type of comfortable. Like, also respect my home. <laughs> I think you're Looney Tunes. <laughs> Obviously, family's different, but do you understand what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. I want you, I want a guest when they come here to be like, man, this is nice. Mm-hmm. But if you're like picking your nose and you got your feet up on my table, you're too comfortable. You need to stop. You're so funny. <laughs> I want people to be comfortable when they come here. But that, but that comfortable? I mean, try not to pick your nose in front of anybody. It's like one of those weird things that everybody does, but you don't want people to see you doing it. Right. But in your own home, guest or no guest, you could pick your nose. Right. But if you're a guest in someone's home and you're spending the night and you do it, now you've crossed. It's just a lacrosse line. You're, you're weird. You're so funny. <laughs> So you want to be comfortable in somebody else's home, but not too comfortable. I will I will never get that comfortable as a guest. In a hotel, all day. Yeah. In someone's home, I will never allow myself to get that comfortable. Even if I was there for a month. 
See, I feel differently with even my when I family. was paying rent when I was living with those girls and I was sleeping on the couch. Mm-hmm. I was paying, and I never got that comfortable. I I feel that comfortable with my immediate family, and I think at your parents' house. I would never do it at any of your family's homes. Do and what? I, and I feel comfortable with your family. I just wouldn't get too comfortable. Because I would feel like I'm I'm overstepping boundaries. But I also, I mean, at your mom's house, like I pick up after myself. Like I'm not. At my family's house? Yeah. It's different. I, I'll, I'll do that. I'll put my feet up on the table. At your family's house, I, would, I wouldn't I would do it. Not, not yet. I wouldn't allow myself to get there. Ever? No, I said not yet. But then you said I won't allow myself to get there. Right now. I won't allow myself to get that comfortable. Because then I, I I would be feeling like they're looking at me like, you're new here, guy. You know, like, don't get too comfortable. You're so funny. <sighs> I don't know. Like when Brooks' ex was here. Yeah. If he would have done that, I would have kicked him out. I'd no, you like, wouldn't have. Yeah, babe, I would have. No, you wouldn't have. I would have. I would be you're like, I would be like it's time for you to leave. If he would have what? Put his feet up on our table? If he would have just acted too comfortable. Yeah. You're not welcome. You're welcome here. He was welcome here. But you're not welcome to live here. Him. Yeah. Like, don't walk around with my robe on. You know? No, you're just, like, making up random situations. Like, who would do that? Listeners, please write in. Because I know <laughs> I know it's happened. Please tell us about a time... Where someone overstayed their welcome and what did they do? When did you know that they overstayed their welcome? That's a good Instagram question. Okay. Write right. it down. So Write it down. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Goodbye, guys. We're going we're gonna to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hope you have a good week. Maybe weeks since that's apparently how often we podcast now. No, we'll, we'll do it once a week. All right. We'll do Saturdays or something. Okay. It'll be fun. Okay. All right. Love you guys. All right. Bye. Bye.